You send things into the universe and they come back to you, but they don't always come when you expect or want them to. You have to know what you want. If you were too attached to the when, you'll be fighting the natural flow of the universe. You may think you need a new job within the next three months or that you need to launch your nonprofit by the end of the year, or even that your greatest desire must be fulfilled right now. But the universe already has the best plan for you. It knows the exact moment everything needs to happen. And unfortunately, that's not something that you can control. Maybe you're just not as prepared as you think you are. Maybe the universe, which is a more informed version of yourself, wants you to develop your foundation before it gives you what you really want. Maybe being delayed will mean that the market is more open. Or the economics will have shifted in your favor. As you move forward through the rest of your day, rest of your week, rest of your month, don't get caught up in the when so much. Just know the what. And this is a perfect opportunity to transition into our guest, Ryan Deaver. He's the co-founder of Free Parking, Free Parking Pod. And he's someone that values patience more than anyone else that I know. And I hope you enjoy our conversation. So Deaver and I are currently leaving the Wells Fargo Center. We just caught the Sixers game. And I figured it would be the perfect time for me to get you on next up, Deaves. Yeah, you finally have us uh, stuck together for uh, for 45 minutes on the way home. So perfect yeah. timing. Absolutely perfect Hard to pin me down sometimes. Yeah. Uh Happy that I call you up here in in, uh, in Philly and Jersey, though. This is this is kind of perfect for us to do it this way. But um, just to, to kick it off, uh, an important question that I wanted to ask you was, obviously, you're a, a huge Steelers fan. You're a huge sports fan in general. You work in sports. We'll get to that in a little bit. Where did your passion for sports manifest? When did all of that start? Look at that. We uh, didn't have the headlights on in the rental car. Um, mine are automatic in my ride. Uh, so... Sorry for the interruption. Um, yeah, I would say, I would say, probably my dad. I would say it started with my dad, and you know, playing youth sports growing up. I mean, ever since I was could walk, I, it was you know, or even when I was a baby, I was you know, pictures of me with a Steelers onesie on or a Flyers onesie. I mean, um, and then as soon as I could start playing, you know, t-ball, street hockey, it just kind of developed from there. So I would say birth i mean it's something you're born into especially fandom right especially uh for a lot of us you know you root for the teams your your parents like and uh that's kind of how the love for the steelers came came about mm. and um did you did you ever have dreams of professionally playing a sport oh 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. i know a lot of us did so a lot of us did and that, actually the interesting thing people always talk about um specialization you ever talk about specialization in sports you know how kids, yes mm-hmm. how kids you know grow up playing just one um especially athletes you know nowadays and kind of this this culture of youth sports where kids are dialed into a certain activity 365 um i guess i started off doing that with baseball and as i kind of got older um i didn't i didn't because i knew i wasn't going to go pro in anything i kind of you know everybody has that realization at some point so i diversified and just kind of 
played a little bit of everything. Now, obviously, there's some athletes that can do that at the highest level, like Bo Jackson and Michael Jordan and you know, right. whoever it may be, but I knew I wasn't. So I just wanted to dabble in like what made me happy and what, what sports I enjoyed. So I played everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, um, almost every major sport but lacrosse. I've like played in the organized league. I bowled. Did you know I bowled? Did you bowl? <laughs> I bowled. Tell us a little bit. <laughs> I bowled in high school. Uh, like bowling mine, team. We were on the bowl. Yeah, I lettered. Like varsity wow. lettered bowling. So I'm not like that good, but no, buddy and I. Uh, First bowler on next up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Um, <laughs> a buddy and I, uh, we were, were ba- baseball players, and in the winter, uh, the baseball coach was the bowling coach. So it was just another way to hang out with him, I guess, a little more. It was honestly, it was 45 minutes after school, and you went and got the bowl, and we got in a couple of varsity matches. 202 is my highest, so it's, it's not, I wasn't even that good, but anyway. Right. And uh, no, but I think that's very interesting that you you found a way to challenge yourself and just playing different sports because not a lot of people, including myself, I only played one. I was just a one and doneer because I was. I think it was because of the fact that I was uncomfortable trying something new, but obviously that didn't really affect you as much. Yeah, and that's and that's honestly where you find some of the coolest things is when you step out of that comfort zone and kind of get into something that you know you've never experienced before, like. I was a baseball player and a, and a football player, or, you know, and I played football a little bit in high school. Um, and there just came a time when I realized, like everybody does, that I wasn't going to go pro in those sports. And I wasn't, you know, I didn't really have a pivotal role on the teams. And, you know, I kind of decided to spend my time in other directions. And, you know, I had a full-time, you know, not a full-time job, but I worked a ton in high school and I was able to pick up ice hockey. And for the first time, now ice hockey is a sport that, you know, it's not like, you know, everybody can't pick it up, right? Like skating's hard. Everybody's probably done it on the weekend. It's it's difficult, but I always loved it. And um, I never played in a competitive league. So my junior year of high school, for the first time ever, I started playing ice hockey. Um, played for uh, honestly a JV high school team as like a junior senior. Like I was on the JV team. Yeah. For the first time, which is just a super, like you said, intimidating, uncomfortable experience. But it was the best, one of the best in my life because. I love that sport so much, and uh, it was just fun, like true fun. Like it wasn't like I wasn't worrying about you know where I was in the lineup. I wasn't worrying about you know obviously you want to win, but um, you know it was just going out there and doing. So that was that was awesome. Right. And as you transitioned into college, obviously I know you as uh, pretty business savvy. I'd say you're now you're on the business side of things, and um, the industry that you work in, golf. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do now? Yeah, so it's funny. I knew I always wanted to work in sports, or at least when I went to college, I knew I wanted to work in sports. Um, I didn't know where. I, you know, I thought I was going to do big four stuff in Philly um, with one of the major sports teams, and um, golf kind of found me. Um, I went to Stockton University with you, obviously, um, and at the time, Stockton owned an actual golf course, um, and I found out that there was this LPGA ladies professional golf event there um, when I was a freshman in college and I, I reached out to possibly volunteer and just get my, my hands dirty and they actually reached back out knowing that I was a young college student kind of aspiring to work in sports and they said Do you want to intern um, so I've interned I interned with them throughout college my last two years of college and during grad school I kind of was there full-time honestly I was at work more than I was the classroom and uh, it's gonna be my going on my sixth year with um with a sports marketing company it's a management firm that puts on professional golf tournaments we do some other stuff but my main my main role is um operating pro golf events um 
And the way I describe that, and you can use this too, is, you know, when somebody asks me what I do, I say, I take the golf course that you and I play on on the weekends, and I make it look like what you see on TV. And that's the best way I describe it is I take it from, you know, green grass, golf carts, no people, you know, just, just kind of the leisurely golf we all know to grandstands, um, you know, transportation to and from the event, uh, security, signage. You make um, it look fancy. You make it look fancy. You make it look, you make it an experience because unlike the Flyers and the, the Sixers where we were tonight, you know, you don't have a building that you come back to every single week. You go, you know, you go to a new property around the world. So that's what, that's what I do is build these up for, for one week out of the year. And uh, a lot of it seems like, as me as someone that has been alongside you doing this, a lot of it is a lot of buildup, a lot of communication beforehand. You put it all together, and then you tear it all back down, and then the next year comes around and you do it again. It's crazy. It's it's very it's very very different. Where you know, if you work in sports in any under any other you know industry or league, um, it's a longer season. It's you know 16 weeks in the NFL. It's 162 162 baseball. 63? Yeah. Yep. Um, 82 in hockey and, and basketball, and we have seven days. Really only three or four on the weekend is when the true competition goes on. So you're prepping 50, well, 51 weeks out of the year for just that last, fit, the 52nd. Yep. Um, so it's a climax for sure, and that month is, you know, super high-intensity hours, um, effort, but I kind of like it. It's like eaves and flows where it's, it's not the same monotonous, you know, nine to five. Your year kind of changes. Your workday changes throughout the year. And you did get to travel because of this experience, right? Yeah. Super, super, you know, fortunate and lucky to travel a part of it. I've been to um, the West Coast a ton. I lived out in Los Angeles for a couple months at a time, putting up an event there. Um, I've been to Europe with this job at the, uh, the Women's British Open. I got to experience that firsthand for about two weeks. I was in, outside of London. Um, been to been to tour championships in Atlanta. I've been to PGA championships doing some consulting work. And, and now I'm currently based in Tampa, Florida with my company, um, putting on a new event that we have there. So, And out of all the sports that you played in high school and dabbled with, golf was not one of them, correct? No, not even close. Not even close. And that's the thing I kind of balance now is and you know when I was going to work in sports is like I love hockey and I love football do I want to make that my job and that was kind of the what I'm what I weigh now with golf too is it's kind of nice because I'm in sports to an extent but I'm not mixing my passions or my you know my hobbies too much with my day-to-day because I've, I've heard you know and this isn't for everybody but sometimes you grow up loving flyers or eagles and you want to work for them and they're great organizations but then it becomes you going to work mixing the business with pleasure is very exactly it's it's seen as a little bit different in people's eyes and some people are scared to even dive into those things and i think that's kind of helped me with golf too because you know i'm not as i'm not as attracted to it right like i'm we'll go to a pga tour event and you know we're working with these guys that are you know we're working with the the Jordan Spieth, the the names that you see walking around, and to me, it doesn't make a blip on my radar. You know what I mean? It's right. not like they're they're there for a job. They're you know, it's it's a business. As opposed to other people, they were they would be more starstruck. Than right, you are. right. And I would in hockey or 
any of those other major sports that I that I truly love. So mm-hmm. I think it's a good balance. I also get to be outside a ton, which yeah. is cool. Um, yeah, it's it's so it's a different. I mean, it's, it's crazy how many. I think it's crazy how many jobs there are out there. Like I never knew this was a thing. You know? Yeah. When you look at uh, when you actually are a part of it and you see all of the integral pieces that are that come together to put on these events, it's incredible. I mean, you know, it's a it's a huge puzzle. Um, huge. Yeah, it was. I I learned a lot. It's a huge puzzle, um, but eventually, once you do it, you know, so often, it, it kind of, it's the same, you have the same goal, it's just, you know, now we go different locations, we have an event in New Jersey, we have an event in Los Angeles, we have an event in Florida, it's the same goal at the end of the day, there's just different ways to reach that, like, you know, you put the same things in different places, or you're talking to different people that are local police, local, you know, the local vendor for tents on the golf course, or, um, a local signage production company so um but always has the same goal at the end and uh yeah but something i found very interesting was as someone on the outside that have kind of seen you in multiple different positions for you in the position that you're in now a lot of it is self-creation and you have to kind of figure things out as you go and you don't really have someone directing you along the way which is which is incredible yeah, super, super lucky in that regard. I mean, I have a ton of, you know, I guess they, they put a ton of trust in me to kind of get the end goal done. Um, but yeah, you kind of know, you know, know the task at hand. I mean, I've, I've been super, again, I keep saying lucky and fortunate, blessed. I had some awesome mentors along the way in this industry. Um, guys that taught me how to do, you know, my job. And now it's back of hand to me. Um, so... Yeah, it's definitely something you should be proud of for sure. Yeah, yeah. See and all the it, growth. Yeah, and they, you know, they, they provide you with the end goal. I mean, you know, we need to appease, you know, all of our spectators, all our stakeholders, right? Spectators, sponsors, the players, the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of go out there and do it. Yeah. But just um, when, when it comes to, just would like to switch gears here. So obviously you are a co-founder of Free Parking, the yeah. brand co-founder of the free parking pod i asked bush this question in episode three and i'm going to ask you and he even his input was your answer may be a little different but how did this all start so i like to call it we just talked about the day job i like to call it the night job that's what i like to call it i mean that kind of turns on like on the weekends and and you know at night when we record um and i heard him say that on episode three too do you even have a different story but free parking, the reason that Justin and I started that um, almost a year ago now, um, we started it because we wanted to take, we were having these great conversations, whether they were at the bar or in, the, in our buddies' basements or in a group chat about sports, about takes, you know, hot takes of different things going on, uh, you know, how teams are performing, different outlook, you know, different reactions to games. And we we would say something in these, you know, in these discussions and then you'd see it on Twitter and you'd see it on ESPN. Stephen A would say it, it would blow up, um, just their opinion. And we're like, dude, we said that first. That was, we had the same great, you know, idea or thought or opinion about something. So we wanted to get it out there. So we said, why not, you know, why not through a podcast? And that's how we started. We wanted to get our voice and our opinion out there and heard, you know, stake a claim there on the internet. So, that's yeah. when we launched, you know, we stayed up till 5 a.m. one night launching a SoundCloud and you know, Spotify, Apple Music, getting that all linked up, social accounts, logo, it all kind of happened in this one big, you know, 
I don't know, idea session, right? Yeah. Um, till early morning hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to see kind of where it's grown, it's really just from the beginning it, it started with a podcast, but now just to see you guys pivot in different directions and to create more of a brand out of everything is, it's, it's a big step. Yeah, we do a ton of, we do a ton of cool stuff. We, we really do. We're all, I mean, we're all super connected and super engaged and we have an amazing friend group that's, you know, all part of this free parking brand and um, we just like to have a great time and have other people be a part of it, kind of share our experiences and, and share our just position on sports. So we, um, you know, we launch merchandise, we, um, the Instagram account kind of takes off with different little, you know, funny bits throughout the week. Um, all our guys have great interaction on Twitter. So yeah, there's, there's all different, you know, little, little facets and constantly growing, right? Like tr- trying to work on maybe an esports angle eventually, or, you know, who knows where it's going to go. It's like you said, it's already grown so much in a year. Um, and we're just happy that people like to listen to us, you know? Yeah. I think interacting with people is probably my, my favorite part because the recognition is there and the possibilities are really endless where where this can really head, you know? Yeah, we're trying to fi- find the right angle for it right now. You know, we've had a lot of success bringing on guests that are of that early professional, like, collegiate athletic demo. And I think that's where we're, we, we may head in the near future. Now, we're not going to turn down any other kind of guests that we receive. I think that's where the podcast started moving, right? In that second phase of this year, bringing on weekly guests. Um, we've had Vinny, Vinny Papali on, Delaware Football Standout. Um, you know, was trying to get into the XFL draft. Um, went to some NFL summer camps. Um, Josh Peterson, Doug Peterson's son, plays college football. Um, so, like, two big college standouts. Um, and then Keith Jones was another. That's another huge kind of random guest that we get access to. That was a big one. It was, yeah. it was huge. So to interview yeah. an idol of mine, you know, kind of in the same same media platform that he speaks on daily yeah. was just that Star was Shark. one of the coolest moments, man. Like I listen to him every single night. I told I told him that in the interview. I'm like, dude, I listen to you. You're on my TV every single night. We with watch NBC him every Sports, night. and to be able to interview you and just kind of pick his brain, he's a natural, total natural. It is. So just to kind of watch him, what he does, we could definitely take those and use it for what we do because, I mean, as someone that's a part of all this, speaking in the beginning, it wasn't something that was really natural to me, speaking in a microphone mm-hmm. and speaking about my thoughts, but just to see all of our growth, it's it's really incredible, and Keith Jones is someone that obviously we can study and try and, try and emulate and try and copy. So. I mean, there's one thing throughout – there's one thing throughout um, – no matter where you go, and Keith Jones is a perfect example for us, is to be a student of the game. I love that quote, being a student of the game, whether it's like my line of work now, the day job or the night job, or just wherever you kind of go is to always just be a, just be a constant learner. Yeah. Um, and that's like something where even if it's you're watching the intermission of the national nationally broadcasted hockey game, like I'm picking apart what they're doing on air, how they're you know connecting it to – um, either a past game or how they're you know rallying off something else that another commenta- commentator said or a graphic that they put up like always kind of looking for that next next cool next next best thing so yeah, yeah student abs- of the game's a big a big one mm-hmm. and uh, as we leave off here just would like to venture back into your professional experience because again as someone from the outside and has seen 
where you've grown and the direction that you're going, it's it's impressive. And again, you should be very proud of that. If if there's just a piece of advice that you can give someone that's trying to grow professionally and even get their foot in the sports world, what would you tell them? Connections. Connections, conversations. Um, I was told, I was taught a quote in high school that I, uh, I take with me a lot and kind of how I go about almost every interaction, but it's not about the trees. It's about the forest. It's about the whole thing. It's not about like what's right in front of you at the moment, but it's about where that could possibly lead in the future. And you may not even know where that'll go, but it's a conversation. It's a starter quickly. How I got in the, in the, you know, the longer story of how I got into my roles, I spoke to a professor at Stockton. He connected me with the head of sports marketing at Stockton, who connected me with a student that was also interning with that group, who, you know, that's how that all trickled. Like, it was several steps, several connections to get there. Um, and that's how, that's how it's going to happen for anybody else. I mean, I think it's, it's taking every interaction, you know, with kindness, greeting people, having a great conversation, and then, you know, connecting with them later on down in the future, possibly. But connections is been the biggest part of how I got into it, how I'm staying in it, how I'm advancing in it is just kind of being yourself and, and meeting people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. And, uh, Deeps, thanks again for sharing your experiences with us, man. It, it really means a lot. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. You said something earlier. You, um, you were talking about earlier, the, um, becoming a part of free parking, you know, you never really thought you were going to be you weren't used to being on camera. You weren't used to being in front of a microphone, right? Yeah, yeah. You were nervous, right? Like yeah. a lot of us, a lot of us were, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. a very vulnerable thing to do. Absolutely, is to put yourself out there on the internet, right? To see your peers, people your family, are scared, your friends. People are scared to do it. Yeah. One of the coolest things that you know, and we can end off with this. You can put it in whatever part. But one of the coolest, one of the things that I like to take in in all of this is that who cares? Like of you know. You, you. I think you've tweeted some stuff or retweeted. I think Russ has some stuff about it. But, like, who cares their opinion? If they've never done it before, then their opinion doesn't matter. Exactly. People try to give you advice on things that they've never done before. They've never done. they see other people doing it. But it, everyone has a different different lane. Everyone has a different direction that they go in with things. So, Or, they're, right. you know, they, they comment on the podcast and or, you know, they commentary or, or they talk about the podcast saying, you know, you know, what are those guys doing? They could be doing something different. Well, it's like, well, why don't you guys, why don't you do it? Yeah. We took the first step and we started it. Yes. So, you know, we started it. If, if you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy, at least on, on my end. I, uh, I like, would stumble across the way and things take, they took longer than I thought that they would. And But I'm happy because it really taught me a lot. And honestly, we've met other people because of it. We've met other podcasters. We've met other people doing their own things and they've given us great advice and they're yeah, keep going, and it goes back and forth, and that's what I mean. It's that like that connection, and everybody, especially with, like, I wouldn't call it a startup. I mean, it is a startup, right? We started from fresh. It's not like a product that you can't like touch it. Um, but um, everybody in like our stage right now is so supportive, right? They're so Extremely. supportive, and everybody's trying. Like, it's we always say all the time, it's all love. Like everybody's always trying to get everybody to the next level. So with those connections, like you said, other podcasters artists musicians like we're all trying to grow together so i think that's that's super cool to be able to connect with other i guess you know gamers out there right you know what i mean yeah. people that are like hustling to try to get their thing to the next next level so of course yeah the the night job is very important to us the night job 
might become a day job one day. Who knows? Yeah. But if it doesn't, it's an amazing hobby. If it does, we'll see where it goes. But that's with everything, right? It's the trees. It's not the trees. It's the forest. So just going to keep doing what we're doing for now. And who knows where we'll end up. So Yeah. Well, awesome, Deeps. Thanks again for joining me, man. Dude, thanks for having me on. That was a pretty good Sixers game. Um, and look at that. Our ride's over. Yeah. It's perfect timing. Hopefully parking is free. Always. Steve's, thanks again for joining me, man. That was one of my favorite interviews. And all of us at Free Parking, we aim to set an example for anyone out there that wants to start their own thing, venture in a new direction, their own direction, do something that they love. Because like we discussed, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, who who really cares, you know? And it takes that leap. It takes that jump. And you're going to be uncomfortable at times, but we're reaping the rewards now. And we're growing at a pace that I honestly can say that I did not see coming. And it's just been an unbelievable experience. And I'm looking forward to everything that we aim to accomplish in the future. And again, thank you everyone for your support thus far. We're going to keep... We're going to stay on on our course for the way that we've been creating different things and we're going to stay intact and we're going to keep interacting with everyone and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please, your feedback means the world. Let me know your thoughts. I would really like to hear what you think about where this is taking off. I can't believe I'm already 10 episodes in. Wow. But uh, please make sure to subscribe, like, Love to hear some feedback. But until next time, all flex, no stress.